You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a great show for you guys today. Hopefully, we don't have too many technical difficulties. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co host, Mr. Ron Russell. I'm exhausted. Tired. You're not going to get a good show out of me today, that's for sure. <clears throat> there we Still go. Recuperating. <laughs> I can remember 30, 40 years ago when I used to go to Studio 54, got home at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning and went to work the next day. And I never was tired. Now, I mean, we got home at like 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning from the Glam Awards and I can't recuperate. And that I'm was three still, days ago, too, and we're still days, exhausted. And I'm still exhausted. I mean, it was a very stressful night, crappy night for me. I had a horrible time. I would never go back to that Glamour Ward again until they got it right all over the place. I mean, the people came. They looked like they were going to do oil chains on the, ch- oil chains on the changes on their car or mountain climb or, you know, dig the garden up. Backpacks, dungarees. Boots. We looked fabulous. That's how you go to a formal affair? You don't do that. I mean, this is, you know, like a big deal. It's supposed to be like the Gay Academy Award. It was all over the place. I mean, and the performers were, ugh, it was just a crappy event. Cheesy, what's today? You know, today nothing is really high-end professional because it costs too much money. And these people don't know from it. These younger people, they think if they go up on a stage and jump around and act stupid and yell, that that Jimmy, we have to put her away. She's really annoying me. Okay. She's 
really like all well, my let's, dog. Let me just finish saying hi to everybody. Yeah. So anyway, that's the story. I'm in a bitchy mood, so get bear with me, everyone. What's up, Chad? We got a hello to Chad Murphy, our our uh, our man behind the boards in Florida. Fellas, good to see you, Ron. Sorry about your little bitchy mood. Well, you know why? Because I'm tired and I'm fed up with New York. I am so over New York. You have no idea. You're out soon. Take it easy. No, I can't. I was born and raised in New York. I grew up in New York when people were elegant and wore furs and jewels yeah, and limos, yeah. and there was the rich people you'd go see in Sutton Place, right. and then you'd see the working class people in Midtown. There was a variety, but everybody looked good. Everybody looked clean. Everybody didn't look like a rag picker. Today, they're emaciated skinny. They look disgusting. The men have no asses, no bodies. The girls have legs that look like arms. I mean, they're skinny to the point of anorexia, and they wear those elastic pants, jeans, to make them even look skinnier. I mean, what is that? Women, I mean, they have these rubber tits. They put the fake tits in that make them look like 42D. And then suddenly the body looks like a scarecrow. Don't they realize and see that they're not looking human anymore with the blown up lips and the blown up cheekbones and all the fillers in the face and all the extensions? Their hair is disgusting. Crazy glue. They stick the extensions to your own hair. How would you? You can't put your fingers through your hair because it gets caught on the crazy glue. Ow. What is what is wrong with people? What do they want to be the Kardashians? Those pieces of shit. I mean, come on, be human, be be something, be different. That's the word. Be different. Stop looking like everybody else because everybody else doesn't look good. I like that. New York, New York was a city where people went to learn to dress. You'd go to New York and copy fashion. Seventh Avenue, the fashion ca- capital of the world, that's gone. And now in New York City, they all look alike. You can't tell. They have those stupid baseball caps on, a backpack, skin-tight jeans, boots, and a parka coat. Men and women. And that's how they came to a formal affair. Me, I look like Liberace, like some old douchebag. He looks I, fabulous. Oh, you got lots I of compliments. Like something, yeah, from 1985. I didn't look like today. Suddenly, my, my, my look has gotten outdated because everybody else looked weird. Our friends looked very good. I must tell you, they all dressed. They had sequin jackets. Uh, Eileen came in a beautiful strapless gown with her bosoms hanging out. I mean, everybody looked good in our crowd. But the majority of them, please. And the things on the stage, they call themselves drag queens. They're clown queens. They make fun of women. They have all that stupid, ridiculous makeup on. And they're not even funny. They have, they're just unprofessional. I'm just disgusted. I'm so happy I'm 77 years old. This way, maybe in 10 years, I'll be dead. And I don't have to suffer anymore with the world as it's turning out to be. With a disgusting president that's vulgar and crazy. I mean, everything has gone berserk. It's a crazy world. It's a crazy berserk, world. berserk. There's no such thing anymore as beaut as Audrey Hepburn, as Grace Kelly. There's no such thing anymore. Or, or or Cary Grant kind of people. You know, I'm not saying we have to doll up in suits and hats and coats, but at least put on a shirt and a jacket. Even jeans is nice. A pair of jeans with a jacket. But don't come in those stupid hooded sweatshirts with a cap on what the hell a hood goes over the cap you look like a ghost or everybody in the chat room says we looked fabulous in our pictures yeah like jerks fabulous jerks eileen looked great too they said yeah eileen looked gorgeous but we felt stupid because we didn't look like the rest of the room would you look like ron we look like old people would you look like ron miami vice what what i said well what did you look like who you that night 
I was absolutely fabulous. I thought you he said had a, he had a beautiful jacket 10, on, tuxedo 10, 10, 15, shirt, 20, tie. Twenty years ago, twenty years ago, I was like everybody. I look like a, you know how people go to bar mitzvahs and weddings when they doll up or the Academy Awards. I had a Jimmy Star shirt on that was gorgeous with cufflinks and it had satin stars on it, big satin stars with uh, a bow tie. Uh, I had on a very expensive black Persian sort of uh, design in black on black tuxedo jacket, uh, but not tuxedo, more sporty tuxedo, black slacks, tuxedo shoes, nice jewelry. Eileen had on- They all a, loved your shirt, they're saying. My shirt was gorgeous. <laughs> it's a Jimmy Design collection from his evening collection. I love that shirt. I wear it a lot. Uh, Eileen had on a magnificent, very expensive gown, strapless, with those big bazooms. My God, I mean, all you saw was 12 or 14, 17, 30, 13, a foot of cleavage. Foot. Um, so let me say hi foot. to people real quick because we no, got. I'm still on a roll. I get it out, then I'll be better. <laughs> then I'll be nice. To said, they said you look gorgeous and classy. One person in the chat room says, "If you think that's bad, wait till you see what's in LA and Palm Springs." <laughs> no, I've lived in Palm Springs for eight years, my friend, well, and you're very wrong. Ago. No, no, those queens in Palm Springs are from my era. They're all 135 years old, and they all have big jewelry. They're those showy queens. Please don't tell me about Palm Springs. That's why I'm going back. Palm Springs, my crowd, is the A-list crowd, and they dress beautifully. George Hamilton? Come on, baby. <laughs> who dresses like George Hamilton? If you know, you know who George Hamilton Whoever said that didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. So, all right, here's chat room. Let's see what we got. So let's, we got a lot of people in the chat room today, lots and lots. So we got Irish Ginger. We want to say hi to Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show, Mondays from 3 to 3 p.m. on W4CY. Hannah Clive is in the chat room from the U.K. So is Dave Hughes. Uh, and, and you guys can see the pictures on Ron's Facebook page or on my Instagram. They're all over the place. Uh, B. Claudia from Germany. Illy Roos from Estonia. Uh, uh, Goddess. Hey, Goddess. Oh, shoot. I just messed up and I, I clicked the button wrong, so I got to reopen it. But Goddess is in the chat room. She says you look fabulous. Yeah, cause she likes me. She'd say anything nice about me. That's not true. I, do, I look like an I look like an old, uh, what do you call it, like Jeopardy. Like I should have hosted Jeopardy or Alex. Hollywood Squares. That's what I look like. I look Trebek. like stupid. I looked old-fashioned. <laughs> you can't do that anymore. I should have gone in ripped jeans with with cl with open-toed shoes that you know cut the fronts off the shoes so my toes stick out. You should have donned yeah. Johnson. It was a, a, a dirty t-shirt with olive oil and car grease all over it, and a cap. A cap that has like screw. No, uh, make make America great again. Cap. Uh, <laughs> <Donald> <laughs> you definitely didn't see that there and well, i would have really been you know perfectly attired and if anybody if you guys if i missed you in the chat room there's it's going by too fast for me to see it mm -hmm. all but hello and thanks for tuning in we're gonna have a fun show today we're gonna call our first guest um, but before we go there i have a friend i will not use her name she's my friend since she's 16 years old and she was a, a cow she was always a big fat thing i mean a huge fat girl pretty but fat and I would say to her, lose weight, you're young. Don't you want to have pictures and memories of when you were young and beautiful and thin, wearing gorgeous clothes? Well, now she's 71 years old, still fat, and said to me not long ago, Ron, you were so right. I spent my whole life fat, dressing matronly, never had the pleasure of seeing myself thin and beautiful, wearing gorgeous clothes. So the moral of my story is all of you young people out there, you're young. Youth is beauty. Doll it up. Embrace your youth. 
decorate it, make it pretty. So when you get old, fat, ugly, horrible, and you have to wear Dr. Scholl's shoes and knee braces and all kinds of crap because you're a broken down old bag, you'll have a memory of what you looked like when you were young. Youth is wasted on the young and it's thrown away by the young, not me. All my life I've dolled up. So I have many centuries and centuries of age looking back, always looking good. Actually, I, thanks, B. They're all saying they liked my jacket, too, so it's good. Fantastic. So there you go. Jimmy looks stunning. I mean, oh, I wish he had a tie on. He didn't want to wear a tie. So he had a black shirt. Oh, and Daddy Muir's in the chat room. What's up, Daddy Muir? Long time no see. And we want to give a shout out to Stefan, Daniel, Bell, and Tina there. Uh, listening someplace. I know they're not in the chat room. So what's up, everybody? Uh, we're going to call our first guest, DG Adams. Chad, you got it going? Hi, Captain. That's the jewels, the point. You know it. And we'll see how it all goes. Oh, we're going to play a song while we do that, Chad? Let's do that. Let's play Matt Davis Life. Matt. Hey, you guys, oh. we're going to work on getting our first guest. This is uh, Life, the title track off Matt Davis's EP, Life. And we've never played it on the show. I think you guys will like it a lot. So here it goes. And enjoy. Sometimes life gets it down But at least I have my friends to bring me up And yeah, we never gave a fuck about you And all the shitty things you do You think you're better than everyone But no one even really likes you I wanna hop into a car And maybe drive to New York City And see what life brings me And for once, I don't wanna think about it that achieve that or see if I'm good enough for you cause I am yeah I just wanna dance to some music feel like a cool kid get a little stupid anything to get me moving I wanna sing like a favorite live like the river love you forever like you're about to deliver me some love me some love Ooh, yeah Some love Some love Some love Now I'm so sick of all this negative I think life's way too short Not to leave it to the fallen and I don't want to miss out on those dumb things That end up meaning so much to me And oh me, me, me For once I don't want to think about it Or anyone or anything I, I just want to dance to some music Feel like a cool kid Get a little stupid Anything to get me moving I want to sing like a free bird Live like the river Some music. 
music Feel like a cool kid Get a little stupid Anything to get me moving I wanna sing like a free bird Live like the river Love you forever Thank you about star hey what's up everybody that was matt davis the singles life off his ep life and uh hope you guys liked it we've never played it on here before let's see if this is gonna work hey oh there you go we can see you can you hear us say something he is ah we can't hear uh, you uh, <laughs> maybe what would, what do I what's the advice I would give him, Chad? I would take out that headset and just go wrong to whatever device. See, see, see what ha- see what happens if you take your headset out and just go talk right into the computer and see if we can hear you then. Or whatever device you're using. Or whatever device you're using. I hate this show. You love it. No, I hate this show. I really <laughs> so, Chad, uh, what um, what I, would I, I do it for Jimmy? I would never what, do it. Uh, what would I, Chad? What what's some advice we got? Any advice? Can he hear yeah, us? Yeah, bed. Can you hear us? Put your thumbs up if you can hear us. Hello? Can you guys hear us? All right. I'm going to send a text message over there. I don't know if they're going to. All right. They're going to send you a message and tell you some stuff to do. In the meantime, we're going to keep talking. (laughs) New law on the Jimmy Star Show. If you do not know how to Skype, you do not get on the air. Because this is every week, and I think it's sad. Because if I had the opportunity to plug my stuff on a number one show with four and a half million viewers, I would make <laughs> damn certain that I got my shit out there well, to we the like, world. Uh, we no, I'm very upset. Uh, today I'm in a mood, boy, to I know, kill everybody. Don't, don't be. No, but I want to tell you right now, I, I will walk off the set when they don't come in. Because I'm not wasting my time You're sitting here time. like an asshole. You're not sitting like an asshole. Yes, We're I talking. Am. Talking. I don't want to talk. Hey, Dave. To he's you. trying to. Uh, uh, Don. He's trying to like work it out with you. Look for your text messages. They're all saying it's not. It's not our fault anyway. It's a Skype. It's a Skype thing. It's not an us thing. Or it's the device. I unplugged the headset. But anyway, cut him out. Let's end it with no, him and go no, on no, to no, talking no. about something else. No, we're we gonna keep talking. I know, but like we're gonna this. keep talking anyway. We can try and work it out. Chad, how about you try and call him back? Let's text him to yeah, have him try and call us. Out. Nothing worse than dead air, except this. No, this but we're talking. Worse. We're talking. We're talking, but he's not, and he's a guest. And and what do they want to hear me rant and rave more about what a crappy dressed world we are? <laughs> no, we'll talk about <laughs> other things. <laughs> you know, oh, I mean, people don't want to hear all the crap I scream about. They, anyway, they want to know about seven, the last track. Seven, 17 days till we're out of this stupid place. This cold, dreary, crappy northeast that I despise, loathe, and hate. Off to the warm weather of California. I love California. I've lived half of my say life. Say hi to Eileen, too. She's in the chat room. I don't want to say hello to Eileen because she doesn't love me anymore. Sure, she does. She says, calm down. No. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be breastfed. Eileen, breastfeed me and I'll calm down. Hang on, how the I... warm milk will soothe me. Um, hey, Chad. Can she still make milk? Hi, Captain. Maybe we should hang up and try and call him back. I, I don't know what we can do. Why, the, like, there's no sound. Yeah. I don't have a way to call him to talk to him. I can only, I only have an email. Well, the weird thing is, he wouldn't give us a thumbs up, so I don't even know if he can hear us. 
fun with the wind. The show's shot. Go you on, know, move on. No, we're not shot. No. Let's go. Let's they try can't... and call him back, Chad, and see if it's any better. Roger that. Is there a way to text him and have him call us? Say what? Could we text, rerun te- on? Te- text him and have him call us. We have uh, these problems all the time. People are used to it. That's why we have millions of listeners. They love yeah, it. Mil- they love it. They just adore it. Hey, the ghostly beards in the chat room. Well, the, the, the people just... I know don't love it. That's okay. Oh, they're working on it now. <laughs> they're working on something. Can't we put a rerun hey. on one that works? No. And we'll just go home or go pack some more. We need to like keep a, a best of Ron Russell on the back hey, burner. Hey, Chad, is there a way yeah. to text them? Um, I am. They don't text back to me. Let's have a show here. Let's entertain our people. They don't want to hear our technical problems. Exactly. Right, it's okay. So let's play another song, Chad. Or let's just talk and make laugh. And have we can fun. talk. Well, we can because do that. We're not going to do this. We're not going to make this the how-to Skype show. They're talking about how you. They loved how you jumped into the building in the ghost hunt. A lot of people watched the ghost hunt uh, lately. The one that with the two hundred and something thousand plays. I jumped in the building. You jumped through the fence in the building on a bunch of different plays, and it worked I, out pretty well. I jumped well. through a fence. I don't remember that. In the ghost hunt, I climbed over a fence. Whatever. That's what they're talking got, about. Well, I almost got my. Can nuts. you hear us? No, He's he can't hear us. Goodbye. Hey, Chad. Let's like, Chad, hang up and call him back once. Roger. I'm. Right, I'm walking off the set if please, this please continues. No, don't you don't you do this to me. I'm not doing anything. I'm too to professional you. for this. That doesn't matter. We have millions I walk of up if you can't give me a good show to work on, I'm off. <laughs> I will not work at the Bomaru. All right. I could be on any shitty show anywhere. You know how many people would hire me in a minute and pay me to Skype on their stupid show? I don't have any I know, but everybody else says they're happily listening, so don't worry I, about I, it. Because they're devoted people and they're wonderful and we always give them a good show. In between Skype problems and blackouts and and nobody, I mean, it, Ron it, is in a good mood. Apparently, no, I mean, yeah. Ron, oh, yeah. never get your rag on, as the old saying was. Well, I got the rag on. I mean, I am. Eileen just, says you can have her breasts anytime. No, but I wanted to ask her a question, Eileen. Has Borden's Milk Company ever contacted you to pump your breasts for milk for children for babies? Wow. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. those cans that you got there could feed all of the starving children in Africa. There would be no longer children, you know, w- wanting milk. And you have milk. enough. Yeah. Mi- one, one breast could feed, fe- could feed Ethiopia, and the other breast could feed someplace else. End world hunger. There you go. She looked, she looked so fabulous at that crappy event we went to. And I want to talk about the winners, you know. They had to use Eileen Shapiro because they had to have somebody... They had to have a few people there to make believe we're going to win. Meanwhile, they knew who was going to win because it's a major fix. Now, this is not a great event. And Eileen Shapiro happens to be a number one journalist who, who writes for the Huffington Post many syndications. She's an author of her own book, which is a top seller. I mean, this woman is of the caliber. She's not a blog writer. And her and I got there. I said, Eileen, what the hell is this crap? They have you up as the best blog writer? Sweetie, you're not a blog writer. You're a great reporter for years. You have interviewed Cher, Diane, Diana Ross, that bitch, and all, all, so many other adamant. I mean, you've done big people. And anyway, Eileen lost, naturally. Some fakakta nothing that probably you know is a street cleaner or cleans the seats in the subway at night. He won. All right? Adam did not win. Adam, uh, uh, Adam was Paul. Aaron. Aaron Paul, our dear friend. Hi, Aaron Paul is not Elvis Presley, granted, but he's still a damn good performer, okay? And he still works hard. He didn't win. The person that won, let's not even go there. 
because that was like, let's go to my friend's house and get stoned and watch him in the living room act stupid. Um, so everybody, and then Billy Hess, the best photographer in the world. I've been around photographers 57 years. Can you hear us? We can't hear you. And Billy Hess is one of the best photographers. <laughs> he didn't win because the fan club didn't like Billy Hess. The minute the names were mentioned of the winners, they all started to scream. Like that Michael, what's his name? Michael, the one that they gave the award oh, to. Oh, Michael Musto. Michael Musto, a mess. He went on there with mutlucks, filthy, dirty mutlucks, and some kind of a dead animal hanging around in black and white <laughs> fur. And he was very, like, arrogant, like, thank you very much. And he walked off the stage. I thought it was just a shame, an absolute shame that the village people want to look. She says she loves you. No, but the village people want to look like pieces of shit, and they did a good job of it. If they wanted to look not wealthy or anti-establishment like years ago, or if they want to be like, we're not privileged, you got that right, kids. You did a good job because you guys don't look privileged. And it was in a, a I will never go to anything like that again. So they want to know. Wait, it. They made a remark about Palm Springs. Baby doll, I did the red carpet in Palm Springs at the Civic Center, one of the most beautiful architectural buildings in the United States. And on my carpet were the greatest stars, elegantly dressed, evening gowns, tuxedos. Everybody in the auditorium was dressed beautifully. Palm Springs, Hollywood. Don't say that Hollywood dresses crappy. They may dress different but expensive and clean and sharp. Not backpacks, caps, boots, and a parka. No, enough of that crap. I'm done with it. It's boring me. Must be boring you too because it's boring me to death. So they want to know... Uh, what? Um, they want to know uh, about your necklace. They want to know about the necklace. What necklace? Oh, my horn. No, not your horn. The star. My star? Jimmy and I have stars because our name is Star. My name is Ron Russell Starr, and his is Jimmy Starr. So that's what the star is. It's in diamonds, and we gave one to each other. This horn is solid gold with diamonds. It's the Italian Malocchio horn that was given to me by my late lover, Saldi George, who I was with for 46 years, who died of pancreatic cancer like 20 years ago. Hey, Chad, do you see that on the screen? You're interrupting. I know. Well, I'm, I'm in a very sensitive moment. I, okay, now. I'm going to stick ahead. this in your eye and blind you. How would you like an Italian horn stuck in your eye? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm leaving this show as soon as I can. Once I get to California, I'm going back to set the record straight, my own show with movie stars. I'm going to have Stephanie Powers and, and all those. They don't even know who that is. They know who <laughs> Stephanie Powers is, please. So, heart so, to heart. so Chad, send him a, send, just send him a message that we'll have to try it again at another time because we can't get through to him. And I sent him an email. Uh -huh. Um. All right, let's get rid Goodbye. of it. Goodbye. Sorry, Donald. Sorry. All right. Goodbye. Take a lesson. So what we'll do, you guys, though, uh, I think... Um, I could wait. strip naked and dance on the desk, but that's not a pretty sight. Sure it is. It would be fabulous. No, it's not a very... Maybe 40 years ago, it was a nice sight, but not now. Not now. I uh, know it's still, still and a not nice at sight. this weight. You know, all, our house, we don't have anything anymore. Everything is gone. The dining room, the kitchen, everything is packed. So Jimmy and I eat in bed every night and watch Jeopardy, naturally, because Jimmy loves Jeopardy. He gets like one right out of three million, and he goes, That's oh, isn't that good? Anyway. I get about one out of every six. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyway, I've gained so much weight. Do not eat and go to sleep. You become an elephant. 
I am so fat now that when I looked at the pictures of myself at that stupid affair, I look like Paul Servino. Hey, Jimbo. Paul Servino was handsome 50 years yeah, ago. Yeah, Chad. I have a phone number that they gave me. Oh, let's take a walk. Um, no, let's just I, – I sent him an email to reschedule it. Roger that. You know. Because, like, we need video for as many as we can get. Gotcha. Perfect. So, also is a very major, important show. We're all over the world. Come on. You know how good it is that Jimmy invites these people to come on? After all, these people are not five-star Academy Award winners, you know. Half of them, I don't even know who the hell they are. never heard of them before. And they come on our show at the goodness of Jimmy's heart because he likes to give newcomers a break. And I agree with that. You know, I give back. We have a lot of people on here that really should not have been on our show, but they did come on and they were wonderful and they got work and stuff from it. So respect us. Respect our show. Be certain that you can get through to us because this is horrible. This is like we're having a live television show and Angelina Jolie doesn't show up after we've advertised her. Now, what do you do with that television airtime? You've got 20 minutes to fill. There's no Angelina Jolie. So what do you do? You pull down your pants, you masturbate, you get arrested, (laughs) you make the news, and there you go. You got a show. Uh, When you got uh, an interview with Angelina, we're going to go to her. We'll bring the camera crew, the sound crew, and everything. (laughs) Trust me. (laughs) I know the girl. Nothing will go wrong. I know know Angie. Let me tell you something about Angie. No, just respect her because I adore her. Angie works on mood, always did, even as a teenage girl. She would make appointments with Deirdre and her other girlfriend to go somewhere, and Angie never showed up. Angie got like, you know, she got blown away with the wind. So Angie, maybe she grew up now and she's very good, but as a young girl, you couldn't count on her. She would appear when she wasn't supposed to appear, and she'd come to our front door I'd say, hi, Deirdre's not here. Oh, well, I just thought I'd stop by and see if she was, you know. And then if Deirdre said, Angie's coming over, we're going to hang in my room. Angie never came. So you can't you can't go by that. Anyway, Eileen says, Ron, you're the best. Hannah Clive says she was watching you in the ghost hunt spring over the fence. Spring? I got my nuts caught on and the And I thought it to myself. Now, that was a different one. Oh, we had two different it. ghost hunts. Oh, There's two different ones. Which fence I sprung and, uh, Sprung over It says, what fence. an inspiration. If I could look half that good and half at such a young attitude in my head when I'm 70 plus, I'd be lucky. So that's cool. That 77 is a lie. I just say that to make you all feel sorry <laughs> for me. And Ghostly Beard says, uh, I know a lot of people who don't look that well at half this age. And actually, you guys, next week we're doing a Ghostly Beard music video world premiere right. on the show. And wait till I get my work done out in California. I'm getting my neck tightened and I'm getting these puppet lines. You're not you supposed know. to tell people. Oh, I don't give a shit. What, I'm going to come on television looking 20 and say I slept well? I don't lie to my people. <laughs> you know, my fans love me. Even on my Set the Record Straight show in California, I never lied. I always told the truth. And people appreciate that because that makes us friends. My 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 masseur, masseuse, masseuse. Which one is a man? Masseur. Masseur is a man. Masseuse is a woman. Mary. Mary. She just joined my Facebook. I love you, Mary. And if you're watching the show, which I doubt, because you're probably massaging some thing. Um, she's wonderful. I go once a week, and I'm going to miss you, Mary, like crazy. Three more weeks of you, darling, and then I'm into desert. But I'm going to throw myself in the sulfur baths over in desert, hot desert springs. They submerge you in sulfur, and it smells like rotten eggs or bad gas. 
The smell is disgraceful. But what it does for your bones, your muscles, and your skin. They're saying to leave the puppet lines. They give such character. The character, my ass. I'll leave the crack in my ass. That gives character. Oh. The puppet lines on my face. No, thanks. You have them. Uh, I don't want them. I hate puppet lines. They shadow when you photograph. You have to be special all more work for me to have to sit there while they light me so where you pull your face up they just throw a light a flashlight at you and you look good um i believe in face surgery i don't believe in fillers because so many of my friends and celebrities i know have fillers and they all look like chipmunks when they have those great big cheeks and then they blow their lips up to look like angie of course angie's lips are her own they're natural she had them since she was a four-year-old kid and they just look weird. Hannah Clive said she sent you a friend request on Facebook about a month ago, and you didn't Who? friend her. Hannah Clive. She's oh, been honey. on the show like five times. You know what, darling? <laughs> I am so sorry. If I t I'm not bragging, not bragging at all, because I don't do that. If I have two million people wanting to friend me, I have no idea. I went, he doesn't remember who they are. <laughs> no, I went through the list a couple of weeks ago, and it was going on and on and on and on. I said, I don't even have that space. And I'm very selective who I have on. I just don't put anybody because I need that space for people who are in the business. She's in the business. Well, who the hell knows who she is? You do. You been been on, she's been on the show. You better I'm make room for her. I love her to death, but I don't remember who she is. <laughs> I'm sure I love her. Who is she? Which one? Hannah Clive. She was on our Christmas show in England. And then oh, she was on like her. two weeks before the I blonde. Love you. I you love you. Music. Oh, I love her. I love her. <laughs> Hannah, I promise. If I remember before we move, I'll click you in. Oh, <laughs> Hannah, for sure. I love Hannah. I just, you know what it is? I never knew names. Yeah, he's not good with I names. I go to cocktail parties. Major stars. I <laughs> Angela Lansbury. How do you walk up to her and say, Dad, I forgot your name. I mean, you know, you got to be an idiot. But everybody in our business does because we meet so many people, we can't remember anybody. So I do honey, sweetheart, darling, fabulous, wonderful, sweet face, names like that. And people are happy with it. But I don't remember names. You got to like love it. Do you remember names? Do I remember names? Not so. Because um, I ask you when we go to parties, I, I, I what's that guy's it name? And you say, I can't. No, I'll say that one with the red hair that you're talking about. What's his name? I only oh, know him if I, I tweet I with him. I forgot. If I, I tweet with him, I know who they are. Otherwise, the shit, I don't. Because a lot of times we go to parties and I ask you, who's that? So I don't look like a senile person with all Some of them I know. If I know them if they're like friends that I like. Yeah, if meet. I blow them, I know who they are. But if <laughs> I didn't blow them, I don't know who they well, are. Well, you don't know anybody then. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's why I don't know anybody. Everybody's name. <laughs> oh, oh, look, Eileen's back on her computer so we can see her. So, everybody, um, we're going to call in a minute our, our next guest, and there's going to be a problem, I think, with the Skype because we couldn't get it to work ahead of time. So it's probably just going to be a phone call, and it'll be a lot of fun. And then we're going to have Thomas Ian Nicholas from the American Pie movies, and he does know how to Skype, and everybody knows who he is. Thank God. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So, um, so wait, everybody people relax. In the, people in the chat room, do you agree with me that if you're coming on a major show like this, you should be prepared properly? So you don't disappoint the guests. You're the guest. You people are wasting your time coming in to watch our show. If we don't make you happy and have a good afternoon, you're not going to come back. And you don't want to come in and listen to all this technical crap because these dummies don't know how to hit a button. So just write in the chat room, if you believe me, that they should be more respectful of they our said show. That, they said that they should know how to do it ahead of time, yes. And be respectful of our show. Don't think that, oh, it's a, it's a crappy uh, internet show. Bullshit. We're number one. We're the best. 
And that's the truth. I think, though, like sometimes people do like the all. It's like when they like when we fight and stuff. It's like when the, we have problems, people see. It's like on Facebook when you're on Facebook and you post things that are bad well, that happen. Because, well, <laughs> because I don't have a script that some bullshit artist wrote where it makes me out to be Mr. Prim and Proper, fabulous, sweetheart of a darling guy. All right. This is all coming out of my head with no script. And I have a concussion from the auto accident. Went to the doctor. They examined my mind. They found I was out of it. And they said, you're out of your mind. And you know, seriously, they just looked and they said, well, you have many problems. I said, tell me about it. So, you know, I have to go now to classes for balance because I haven't got balance from my concussion. If I bend over, I go down head first. I hit the ground. So I've, I've got to go to imagine balance classes. And then they want me to go to exercise classes. Like I have to write out a list of everybody I know, names and things and events. And then they're going to quiz me on it and ask me, like, you know, who's Jimmy Starr? Um, uh, I know the name, but I can't place the face. <laughs> you know, one of those things. I'm telling you, my life is so fucking interesting. I really wish it wasn't so interesting. Also, you guys, if you guys are on Who Say? Um, What's Who Say, honey? Who Say is a social media platform where, one. where celebrities are invited to put their stuff and they own all the rights to all of it so they don't have to worry about any of it getting bastardized. And it has 13 million users a day who go on to find out the celebrity news directly from the celebrities. And if you, you have know a host, what? They stole my show, set the record straight. That's what I did on my show. If you had anything you wanted straight. to say that no, was... No, no, no. It's so, it's so people like TMZ don't make up stories and stuff. It's the You're same thing. It from what, don't you turn it around, four eyes. Listen to me. I know what I'm saying. My show, I'd say to my major stars, what has been said about you that's not true? Here's your chance to set the record straight. I know, but straight. this isn't to set it straight. But this it's is the just idea. A, it is, a, it is a, basically an idea. But they basically, took it from my show. Basically, basically, who say is owned by Viacom, you guys. And They stole you, my... Okay, would you uh, let me please no, talk? No, I'm furious. <laughs> okay, but I got invited to be on who say. It took me fucking five years, come and here, I'm interested in one it. Eye, no. One eye at a time, I'm going to puncture with this horn. So listen come up, here. you guys. One if, eye at a time. Please, please stop doing that let me talk when you guys if you guys have a who say account to get your celebrity gossip please follow jimmy star on who say because uh, it was very difficult to get on it and if i don't have a lot of interaction they won't let me stay on it because there's only two thousand people on it uh, as celebrities and it's a very big deal to get invited to go on it so please they follow my make, account they stole my show basically though the whole thing is like like if tom hanks puts up a picture of him patting some kid on the head and he just says hey I just met this kid he was nice and, and somebody doesn't instead say oh you know you just molested some kid or something you know it's like so you get to do like whatever you want to kind of co content you want to provide the way it is anyway don't get me started with that bullshit that they, um, they're, they're witch hunting everybody and their mother careers are going down the drain people are actually, being destroyed Eileen said you were the hottest guy the other night with the most balance because we were what sitting on the back I, of the Eileen, we were sitting on the back of the chair Eileen yeah, we were sitting on the back of the, the, the booth. It was a booth. My ass was killing me. And the music was so loud that I was going deaf. My ears were ringing. And when I got off the booth, you didn't see me? My feet sank in the pillow of the booth. Well, that happened to everybody. And I, yeah, but I went all over the place. I fell on three people. That's okay. And when I fall on you, it's not like light. You know, it's kind of heavyweight. So real quick then, too, you guys. You can hear us every week on W4CY Radio with the incredibly talented... Chad Murphy. Well, thank you. Say they like it when you use the word putana. 
Um, and then you can hear us on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Monster, That's F- what he is. Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, Caliber Radio in South Carolina. We're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Apple TV, Speaker, and Podbean. And on TV, you can go to Roku, Vimeo, or YouTube. And how we got on all those things, I will never know. Because of the, the broken down show that we are with Skype and crap. And I got mad skills. <laughs> I don't know, Jimmy. I swear you must have given head to every official <laughs> on every network. No. It's, uh, Dave Hughes says he's loved these two having a hissy. <laughs> Dave Hughes, wait till I get you, Dave Hughes. Wait till I get you. I'm going to get you, Davey. Hang on. Meanwhile, Meanwhile be- we're going to call a guest. I have been invited to England, to London, by a gentleman who's very fond of me. And he thought I was absolutely... Totally New York, he wrote, Brooklyn. He loves my Brooklyn accent, and he loves my New York toughness. Here I thought I was, I sounded like I came from the South, and I was soft as Dove's ass, but I guess not. So I messaged him back, thank you so much for the compliment, because I'm happy to be a New Yorker. Was, not anymore. Uh, But uh, I'm married to Jimmy Starr and very happy. So he very nicely wrote back, well, in the gay world, marriages don't last long. So when you're free, let me know. Now, tell me about that. A negative person like that. What a dreadful thing to say. That's like saying, well, Jimmy may die soon and you'll be a widow and you can come to London. Anyway, people are just so stupid what they write. (laughs) They don't realize how they offend people. They write all that crap in message private. My private message looks like uh, the cops would rate it if they ever read it. So With their obscenities, women <laughs> showing me their pussies and their tits and saying, you know, come over Friday night. I mean, I, honey, you made a mistake here. Very big. I may look manly in those shots, but I'm not. We know that. So we know a bit about you, too, you <laughs> sissy, fairy, bottom bitch girl, you queen. Hey, Chad. I, I, I got her a pink jacket for Christmas. Oh, my God. I can't wait to oh, wear it. I have to lose 10 pounds. Oh, she can't wear it. She has to wear 10 pounds. I have to lose 10 and, pounds. And, and a push-up bra and a waist No, cincher. we didn't get a push-up bra and a waist cincher, but we did get a beautiful pink like, oh, like flight jacket. Such a faggot he is. My <laughs> God, I swear to God. Out of all the queers in the world, I married the queen of queers. Just I love pink. I can't help it. I know it. you love pink, and you love ballet slippers. No, but I did want them when I was <laughs> and I'm going to buy them for you in Palm yeah. Springs so you could do pirouettes down to the pool. Toe shoes. Yeah. That's a true story, Chad. When my sister used to take ballet when I was little, I always wanted to like wear her toe shoes. And I didn't even know I was like a total homo then. But I, I just thought I, I thought the toe shoes were so cool. And then when, it was, when I was about seven for Christmas, I ran downstairs and there was this pink ballerina doll with a crown on top of her head and you pushed it and she did pirouettes and, and danced and stuff and I wanted that doll and I thought it was mine so I ran over and picked it up and my dad and mom were like that's not for you <laughs> that's, for that's, that's when they knew for sure <laughs> that's when they knew for was sure a, that was James was Jamie but I actually bought that doll I found that doll 25 years later I don't know what happened to it I he found it in, a, with it in an it antique doll star, store he though play, I bought he, it just for a memento I, I'm going to buy him a Barbie doll so he could dress it. I always wanted I got some kind of stupid truck. Uh, <laughs> see, now, I'm the one that's, that screams. And I played with trucks and cars and plastic Indians. My favorite thing of all was uh, a space station. It was, it was a lot of money. It was like 16 bucks, And Bloomingdale's had it. 
And I saw it in the Daily News. It was a photograph of it. And I said to my mother, oh, I want it so bad, please, for Christmas. She said, Ronnie, that's a lot of money, $16. It had like 3,000 parts to it. All kinds of spacemen and monsters and rockets. And it was a metal village. You know, oh, I love that piece so much. i play with it now if I had it. So I always did the butch things. I, I never did the girly things. I don't like Anyway, pink. let's go. Okay. So meanwhile, everybody thinks I'm the flaming fruit. When meanwhile, it's Queen Essa that's next to me. Hey, Chad, let's go ahead and play a song and see if you can call this next one. And if not, I'm going to text him to ha- text her to have her call in. Yes, Queen Esther. All right, so let's play uh, American High's Pretty Baby, everybody. American no. High's a great band. You guys will love them. Pronounce Queen Nessa, N-E-S-S-A, Queen oh. Essa. And this is American High's Pretty <laughs> Baby. Pretty baby. Now, since we're having Skype difficulties, we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented Jackie Dupree. Hello and welcome to the show. 
Hi, hello everybody out there in Radio Land. Hello. Good. Radio and TV. Just we can't see you, so we're going with radio with you. Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, baby. Did you survive the other night? Did you survive the other night? Oh, yes, child. Yeah, oh, that debacle, yes. But it was fun. Yes, it was fun. Pleasure meeting you. Yeah, me too. It's fun if you were a sardine. A sardine, yes. You know what? When I was sitting on the end of the banquet booth, people were hitting me in the head with their backpacks. (laughs) I wanted to beat the shit out of a few of them, but I didn't. So you know what? That that strange man that never speaks, that weird guy, he sat down in that space. I sat on the back seat like you. And he kept Oh hit. yeah. He kept getting hit with backpacks. <laughs> and he yeah, was, well he was so annoyed. <laughs> right. Well he was right at the at the edge. <laughs> Him with those pa- now tell me something, Jackie. Now everybody's in gowns, everybody's looking outrageous, all right? On on stage. We're dressed nice. You came, I'm ashamed of you how you came. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're a celebrity, darling. You should always be glittering. Always. I expected you. When Jimmy said you were coming, I got expected. And I kept looking for this beautiful woman to come in, and suddenly a truck driver came in. <laughs> a, butch, a butch truck driver who sat next to me, and I'm introduced to you as your, as this, this is Jackie. This guy is like a <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he killed people with one punch. And I mean, tell me about it. You should have come in something sparkling. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure. no. Shame, 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 shame on you. Oh. At least you could have wore fishneck stockings and heels. <laughs> Dress up the combat look. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, I'm <laughs> so, No, my work. I want to uh, go ahead and finish go your ahead, statement. Jack. Go ahead and finish your statement, Jackie. Oh no, I'm just gonna say yeah. No, I had you know my work day was was over. I was like, no, let the other girls get all the you know admiration and stuff, and you know it was about them since I wasn't nominated for anything. So I just came with support, yeah. you know. <laughs> but didn't dress up the room, and it made us look like jerks all dolled up. <laughs> you looked overdressed, and you looked like you were going into the war, Vietnam. <laughs> I was your bodyguard. I was your bodyguard. I know. Everyone out there that's listening, this impersonator, female illusionist, works all the time. He's booked constantly, and if you see him as a man, you will never believe that he could become the beautiful, sexy woman that he does. It's amazing. Um, it's really a work of art. You are a work of art. Totally. Oh, I really I, I really appreciate that. I really do. But, I, you know, I'm just... <laughs> now, listen to me, darling. I know, but we haven't I'm gonna be finished. anybody. I'm going to be finished. You, you're boring anyway. Let me talk. Um, right, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy could put a lot of people to sleep at once. <laughs> now, now, he's, now he's insulted. He just threw my arm down. <laughs> I'm teasing you. You can't be teased. You have no sense of humor. Irish. Irish have no sense of humor. Only when they're drunk. They get an Irishman drunk, they're all over you. They have great sense of humor. Uh, you guys, I will. <laughs> We're crazy. Anyway, Jackie, um, tell us 
So no, wait, I want to introduce I, her. I'm going to ask him one question. I know, but this, nobody knows. Uh, we this is Jackie her. Dupree, the fabulous drag queen that we love. No, I want. we got a chat room she needs to say hello to. She doesn't know Chad. Chad, Jackie, say hi to Chad. He's the man behind the boards. Hello, Chad. How are you? Jackie Dupree doing great. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I was uh, looking for it. Now we have a chat room full of people from like every country on the planet and Eileen Shapiro. So say hi to everybody in the chat room and hi to Eileen. Hello, everybody in the chat room. Miss Eileen, how are you, sweetie? Looking forward to the big show. (laughs) Okay, go. Ask him what you want to ask him. Now, Jackie. Yes. Do you think our show is like a little piece of shit? No, not I, this is my first time joining it. From what, okay. from what I'm hearing, wait, wait. y'all can remind me of uh, Morning Joe on CNN. <laughs> Listen, how many drag queens do you know close by where you live that do computers? All of those fruits. Every one of those fairies do it. They do computer. Now, come oh, yeah. Couldn't you move your little big, your big tough ass, to one of their homes and say, "Listen, Mary, put me on your fucking computer. I want to be live on the show." Was that too much? Oh, well, to much all right. <laughs> well, see, I, I don't have the I don't have the luxury of living in in, in Chelsea or Hell's Kitchen. I live in the Heights, so most of my girlfriends they all live, you know, a, a distance from me. <laughs> Listen, I knew a the fact. Heights. Where's the Heights? The Heights is a tough neighborhood. I knew the I knew. <laughs> I, I had a friend who was a fence in the Heights, and he used to sell computers all the time, cheap. <laughs> Don't tell me about the Heights. Those brothers and sisters, if they can't afford to buy one, they steal one. Trust me, darling. They have computers. computers, They have guns. They have ammunition. They have hand grenades. (laughs) We want everybody to see you. Wait a minute. How come you're in the Heights and nobody killed you yet? Because no, because I know how to take care. I'm from I'm from Detroit, so Detroit oh, is okay. <laughs> yeah. Detroit boy. Okay, now uh, Jackie. So we should tell everybody. First of all, you guys, this is Jackie Dupree. You can follow her on Twitter at Diva J Dupree. Um, she's on Reverb Nation. It's uh Jack Diva Jackie Dupree on uh Reverb Nation. She's got a Facebook page. She's born in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, talk a little bit about the fact, because like I had, I was like totally. I in have shock. to interrupt one minute, Chad. Pull up a picture of Jackie and Drag, please, if you can, Roger. so our viewers can see what she looks like. They think we're full of crap. Jackie Dupree, sure. she's gorgeous. Where do you see her? And I, I wish we had a picture of you as a man to put side by how side. How tall are you, Jackie? Tell everybody how tall you are. Uh, six four. So she's six four. She's got shoulders that are six four. And she one. looks like she would like like a Mack truck. She could run you over. And then she puts on makeup, a wig, and a dress, and she is a super delicate Glamazon. woman. Glamour. That's right. I bet you you're hung like a mule too. You know what? A lot of guys built like you whip out of one inch sometimes and you want to 
when did I get myself into what kind of, I got to listen to y'all show on a regular. Oh, my goodness. I, I warned you. I warned you on Sunday night. No, I like a no-host-by show. Wow. That's, that's why we're the number one show that you didn't respect because we have no fucking picture of you here. We want to show oh. Next time, we're going to get you on a picture one of these days. But because the, yeah. the idea of promoting you is to show them you as a guy. And show them the girl pictures because that's right. That's the illusion, and you are right illusionist. So, so yeah, guys. So besides being a, a, a fantastic female impersonator who shared the stage with Grace Jones, Regina Bell, RuPaul, everybody's favorite drag queen, uh, she's performed at the Russian Tea Room, the Copacabana, XL Nightclub. She's also per performed all over the world, including Iceland, Turkey, and Bermuda, and. When she's not dressed as a, a glamorous, gorgeous woman, she's a freaking New York gay football league football player. <laughs> yes, and we start up back up next month. <laughs> and she breaks nails and curses all over the place. <laughs> it's like, I tell Jackie, I want you to know this. In 19-something, I forgot, maybe 75, 1980, whatever, I was the first female illusionist to work the Copacabana when it was the original Copa. Uptown. Oh, okay. Nobody had ever done it before, and my show was really great. And guess who we had in the audience? Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, wow. And that is so funny that you say that. I didn't want to say anything, but when I first saw you Sunday, I thought you dabbled. You know, in my in my way, you just got that aura and that look about you. Like I was like, I wonder if he did drag back in his day or whatever. Uh, you know, I was like, uh, <laughs> ask around New York City. I was one of the top uh, performers. I impersonated Jane Russell, and my show was called Ron Russell as Jane. And I used to do okay. it for charity at the Townhouse. I did many shows. Okay. Townhouse first opened, Paul was a friend of mine, and he said to me, would you do a drag show for us because we want to bring the guys in? And I said, absolutely. So the Townhouse restaurant used to be down the block. And it was early, and we did rehearsals, and I was in full drag, a red chiffon gown, like an Eileen gown, and I used to jack up big tits in those days, still do. <laughs> and, and slit, and I'm like six foot with a nice body, then nice and slim, gorgeous long legs. So now I walk from the townhouse restaurant, the block down to the restaurant on 58, 50, was it 59th Street. Trucks stopped, cars stopped, people were blowing horns. So I stopped in the middle of the sidewalk. I did a dip, I did a dive, I threw my arms up, I did a shimmy, and I did a scream. Well, they went crazy. <laughs> I blocked up the traffic. Because in those days, gay was the thing. Nowadays, everybody's gay, everybody's in drag, everybody's doing shows. So it's, it's, it's gotten weaker than it was back 30 years ago, whatever. But right. Like a beauty in those days, I must tell you, I made a beautiful Jane Russell. Years later, Jane and I, the real Jane Russell, and I became the dearest of friends until she died. Oh. In fact, she left my house, went home, and passed away. So Jane Russell. Oh, wow. So it's really amazing how the impersonator was friends. I mean, dear friends. Right. Um. Sister. So one of the things that, that is really cool, because like when Ron was a female illusionist, he used to sing in his own voice. Always. Well, like really, I do. And, and that's what, that was where I was going next, because Ron doesn't really like the drag queens who don't sing. I was uh, never. Right. You do, and you've got the most phenomenal voice on the planet. I was never in, no one in my show ever lip sank. No one. Oh, I, I wish I knew you. 
No, every, and this is 30 years ago when people didn't do live. Uh, Barbara, ah. Rose, Barbara Rosen, Black, the voice over Queen. She was in my show all the time. She was a great singer. She's one of the stars of the first season of Orange is the New Black. Right. And, uh, and oh. Michael Gray was in that. Oh, and that wonderful Queen. She died of AIDS. Oh, my God. What was her name? A, a black girl, too. But let's go back. Let's go back anyway, to the... Go back to the uh, whole oh, wait, fact that Tommy Femia started off in my show. Judy Garland, a lot of people started off back then in my show. All live mm -hmm. performance, and and you well, do your own singing, which I think is a, a really a kudos to you, and that's something that sets you apart from a, a large number of other. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I. That's what makes you a performer. The singing, the singing is what takes uh, you out of drag quality. You know, the, the, the just like an old drag queen, like all those things that came to that show that night those horrible things yeah eileen said to me she said i've never seen such ugly men in my life dressed as women <laughs> jackie were we wrong jackie were we wrong one uglier than the other with bellies they had skin tight gowns with bellies their dicks were showing up <laughs> you know the outline of your dick at least stick it up your ass <laughs> You're gonna oh, my goodness. Oh, no, they had beards, sloppy drag, sloppy, sloppy drag. <laughs> Hold on. Let's go back to you, though, Jackie. So, Jackie, so you're a singer, and you've released a bunch of singles, and you have a new song that's recently just came out. It's called I Don't Want You No More. Tell us a little bit about the song, and then we're going to, uh, in a minute, it. we're going to actually let you introduce it, and we're going to play it for 4 it's million good, people. It's a good song, Jackie. It's going to go somewhere. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, the song was written uh, for... Uh, a fan of mine, and um, he came up to me uh, two years ago, and um, and I, we last year, January eighth of two thousand seventeen, the day before my birthday, I went and uh, decided to go into the studio and finally record it, and because I like what I heard, and I, I'm real particular about songs that um, I want to actually go in and record, because a lot of people throw music to me, so. If I'm not feeling it, I won't waste the time of, you know, be like, oh, okay, I'm going to go to the But that one I was actually feeling. Plus, I'm seeing well, what they're putting out. They're like, this because everybody, all the girls going RuPaul Drag Race now. They think that they're the top stuff. But no, still, their stuff is gimmicky. It's not. Yes. I believe, I like, I, I, I grew up on, like, you know, the Sylvester's. That's what people are um, uh, referring me yeah. to now, the new age Sylvester. And I would love to bring that that type of feel back. Love it. So that's, yeah. So that's why I take my, um, my dragon, uh, and my career seriously. So most people, when uh, they see me, they don't, uh, yeah. Call me a dragon. They call me illusionist or, you know, um, an illusion you know, or entertainer. A drag queen was those things that were at that thing Sunday night. Those are drag queens. <laughs> but when you are of the caliber of a performer that you are, you are an illusionist. You're not a drag queen. Drag queens are like okay. anybody. You know, any guy uh, can put on a dress and lipstick and call himself a woman. They're drag queens. <laughs> but when you do what you do and have the talent to sing in your own voice and perform and look as beautiful, that's an illusion, my friend, because underneath all that shit is a football player. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, so that's hard work, and I know. I'm not a defagiest-looking guy, as you know, in person. But when I work, I'm a total beautiful woman, as feminine as could be, with the feminine voice. It's Right. There, see, you, you said that was the key word right there. When I see most drags, like last night I did a, um, um, hosting a pageant at um, 
Well, they do it every Tuesday at Stonewall. By the way, which I'll be performing at the Stone, the famous Stonewall. <laughs> if you're in the New York area out there who's ever listening on the radio station, New York area, please come by this Saturday or this Friday, coming Friday at 11 p.m. I do a, a two-hour show of me just singing straight through. I'm there once a month. It's called Divas Live, and they always have a live singer awesome. drag queen every Friday. So Got at it. the monumental landmark uh, Stonewall in the village on Christopher Street, uh, this Friday, and it's free to get in. So if you'd like to come and see me do my whole spiel, that's the, that's the day to come, this coming Friday uh, at the Stonewall. But oh. I was there last night to do a pageant, and I sang, and when they introduced me, you know, the you know legendary icon, you know, uh, singer. And uh, so this one drag queen, she came, she sang, and she sat next to me, and she was like, oh, my goodness, I never heard you, uh, heard of you, can we please? And I told her, I said, I'm a big fan of singing queens that's coming up, not because it was 10 girls. She was number two. So I left right after that. It was too long of a show. But I like what I heard from her. And I, um, she had, uh, so I'm going to try to uh, get in t- uh, keep in touch because I like her voice and I see. And I asked her, does she take singing seriously? And she said, yeah. So I thought I said, well, then I would be actually um, interested in actually oh, grooming. Okay. Yeah. You know, so, but most of the other girls and stuff, no, they just, uh, like you said, um, they, man, I hate when they dress up as, uh, in drag and then they purposely sound like a man. I'm not going to say no name who we just heard no. recently, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you're right. <laughs> but when they walk bow legged and <laughs> you notice like the high heels go in right. inverted. And and they're scratching their, and they walk like lumberjacks or, or right. cabbie. Okay? They look remind me of cabbies in dresses. But that cracks me up. I don't know what the minds tell them. You see, I don't want to be a woman. I love being a man. When right. I started, after I finished my show and I played all the best rooms in New York, we had dressing rooms back then, not now. I would take a shower and I would look mm. down at my jewels and I'd say, happy to see you guys. Because <laughs> when you're just a woman for so long, it screws you up a little bit. So it's nice to see Australia <laughs> is male. But I, I worked as a performer. I love to perform. I would perform as a clown, as a dog, as a puppet, anything. <laughs> on stage and I'm yours. So here's what we're going to do though, Jackie. So Chad, do you have, um, I don't want you no more ready to rock? You know this. Alright, Jackie, I want you to introduce the song and then we're going to play it for everybody. You hang on while we're playing it for everybody. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much for your love and support, but this is my latest new dance single. It's called I Don't Want You Anymore. By me, Diva Jackie Dupree. Yes. But now I know you're not 
you go, Jimmy Starr. Hang on, hang on, hang on. All right, everybody, that yeah. was Jackie Dupree. I don't want you no more uh, anymore. Yes. I don't want you anymore. No, I don't want you no more. No more. No, no more. No more. Street talk, Jimmy. Not I don't, proper yes. English. I, I, I actually he's, wrote. He's, do, he's doing like white English. No, but I wrote. Right. Down, I, I got to do black, black English. I wrote no down, more. I don't want you no, no more. I wrote down, I don't want you no more. But when you announced the song, you said anymore. So I thought I had it wrong. No, anymore. Right. What they say in England. That's what she said. England, they say anymore. But so listen you, up, you guys. This is Jackie Dupree. She's going to be she's gonna no playing Friday at Stonewall. Her new single, I Don't Want You No More, is available on all the digital download sites. Remember, she's an indie artist, so buy it because she needs to make money. And, uh, yeah. Thank uh, you. And she's going to be playing. Uh, where are you playing? To- You're someplace tonight, you just said, right? Toolbox. Yeah, okay. Uh, can I just make a shot? Like, okay, so if you're in the New York area, Tuesday nights, I'm at Boxers HK, which is on 50th and 9th Street. That's from 10 to 2 every Tuesday. I host karaoke. Every Wednesday night, I'm on the Upper East Side on uh, 2nd Avenue between 90th and 91st. That's this place called the Toolbox Bar. <laughs> That's from 10 to 3, host karaoke. And then on Thursday nights, I'm at Uptown, oh, Uptown, on the Upper West Side, on 109th Street and Amsterdam Avenue. Um, it's called Sweet Bar Lounge, right on the corner of 109th and uh, Amsterdam Avenue. I host karaoke from uh, 11 to 4. So, And then Friday nights, downtown Newark, New Jersey, at Club wow. QXT's from 5 to 10 p.m., hosting karaoke. So, so might as well call me the karaoke queen of the East Coast. There and, you, uh, you know, then I do sporadic. Excuse me, uh, sporadic shows, all you know, all over and stuff like this coming Friday. I'm at uh, the legendary Stonewall, so come and check me out there if you can. Uh, it's free to get in from 11 until I want to stop, and you know, so I'm doing my thing. All right, everybody. So yes. this is Jackie Dupree. Follow her on Twitter at Diva Jack J Dupree. Uh, she's Jackie Dupree on Jacqueline Dupree, I think, right on Facebook. Yeah, yes, Jacqueline, like like the famous celloist. All yes. my white friends, all only my white friends can uh, refer to uh, Jacqueline Dupree, yeah, uh, the, the famous cellist. Came up, you're right. Right. <laughs> and you guys can right. Her and get her new single. I want you more, Jackie. We want to thank you for coming on the show. Good luck with everything, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. I'd like to see yes. you. I'd like to see you. Yes, I would. Yes. You. I would love to, oh. yes, be on Skype. Oh, thank you. Thank oh. you all for listening uh, out there in uh, 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 Radio Land and stuff. And hopefully I get to see meet everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, babies. Bye. Hello? Pleasant guy. He was pleasant at that terrible show we went to. He was so pleasant. He's always pleasant. He's always up. And let me tell you how hard that work is. You know, I did the every night, but we used to travel. We'd go every night a different nightclub. We didn't work gay bars. We worked supper clubs because back in those days, they were supper clubs, all straight audiences. And I have to tell you, when I played Brooklyn with the Jews and the Italians, my audiences were fabulous. If we played upstate New York, Gershwin, Jews again, my audiences were fabulous. The minute we got to like the Irish, Dutch, German neighborhoods, a chuckle. Not the best audience is tough. They were not a drag friendly. But Jewish people and Italian people were always drag friendly back in those days. But it's hard work. We're putting on the makeup, the eyelashes. You can't see here for the way you're walking. She's a super talent, though, so that worked out Well, he good. loves the work. And when you love the work, you don't mind doing it. 
I no longer love the work because the audience has changed. It got to be this weird drag, you know. My drag was called Old Fashioned. By the way, folks, I'm one of the oldest performers of that era alive, Gypsy and myself. Gypsy's older than I am, but we're the oldest performers. Sad that I've become drag history. All right, you guys, so listen up. We're going to do a quick little uh, uh, quick little blurb for our BeGetDandy.com condom subscriptions, you guys. And I still think this is one of the coolest things out of all the people that we've ever talked about products on the show. Uh, I think it's a really cool thing. You know, you can go and, and get your own condom to, ugh, subscription. Condom subscription. You can follow them on Twitter. It's uh, at B underscore A underscore Dandy underscore Club. And you can stop feeling embarrassed by buying condoms at the grocery store or the drugstore. Uh, you don't have to worry about not having them with you when you're uh, late at night and you're in the last one in the bar and you've got beer goggles and uh, you're just looking to pick up somebody. Or you don't have to be embarrassed about just having to go out and hating to go get them in the first place. You can get a subscription. Uh, all you got to do is go to beadandy.com slash jimmy. And uh, you'll get 50% off the starter pack, which includes six condoms. And then it's uh, so it's $3 for your first order, $6 for a month after that if you want to keep going. Uh, they send you six condoms a month. Hopefully, you can get laid at least six times a month. I would think everybody gets laid six times Jimmy, a month. Jimmy, that's disgusting. Why is that disgusting? It's vulgar. And oh, crass. yeah, right. It's vulgar and crude. It's vulgar and but crass. But seriously, if you. You'll never run out. It's less expensive than buying them at the store. The shipping is discreet, so you don't have to worry about it. It's not going to uh, come in like something that says condoms all over it. You know, it's going to be very discreet to get it. And you get 50% off the starter pack if you say you got now, it on the Jimmy Star Store by going to beadandy.com slash Jimmy. If you're lucky enough to get a date with Goddess, our wonderful Goddess, Goddess, and you go to Goddess's house to have sex and make love, goddess. and you go, oh, shit, Goddess, I forgot, I don't have condoms, Goddess will turn around and say, I do, mine are delivered. I never have to worry about forgetting condoms. Bam. That's right. I didn't even think about that. Girls need them, too. Of course they Girls do. Girls got to have them, too, because you don't want anything Chlamydia is not a song. <laughs> It it's probably not, is, but it's not a song, chlamydia, and girls can get that in a second. So condoms are not necessarily for AIDS. We're not saying that you're going with HIV people, but you know, there's all kinds. Syphilis is on the rise, by the way. I just said I saw a big billboard when I was in Florida. It said syphilis is now like yeah, I, 90, I saw that too. Ninety percent of people in in the in the world in Florida have syphilis. No, not Excuse 90%. me. Oh, so they don't even. In both of they, they they just give each other head. The old people they don't. Bang. <laughs> oh my god! So why god. they put that sign in Boca? I'll never know. So one more time, you guys. So if you want to have your own con subscription, go to beadandy.com slash Jimmy. Get yours. Get fifty percent off your starter pack. It's a really cool thing. And follow them on Twitter at b underscore a underscore dandy underscore club. There you go. Should be fun. I think it's a cool idea because seriously, who really remembers, you know, like like you, like they say, your dick has no memory, which is true. When it's up, it just wants to go, go, go. It doesn't care. And sometimes you say, oh, I don't care. We don't need to use them. That's not so. Uh, you don't know. Goddess I know, says she's got them already. <laughs> oh, my, my, my goddess is so wonderful. You know, goddess, I love you. I wish you'd come out to California and stay with us. I think we'd have such fun. We drag you to all the gay bars. You'd love it. Anyway, she's a sweetie pie. That's why I, I say things about her, because I know she's with me on the joke. But it's true. 
Goddess is great. You know, today it's a service world. Everything is a service. You order food from a restaurant, they deliver. You have your car picked up to be washed, they do it. Everything is a service. So why not have something as wonderful as this as a service, a safety net? There you go. Listen to me, guys. Listen to Ron Russell. Uh, Jimmy and I, we should really use condom. I don't know where you go sometimes. Oh, yeah, right. Oh. Anyway, we're done with this one. But, you guys, one more time, <laughs> beadandy.com slash Jimmy. Don't trust your husband or your wife. They may fool around and give you some kind of disease. There you go. Thanks, oh, horrible they said that they're say. rolling on the floor laughing. They're saying, which, by the way, I don't know if we welcomed uh, Patricia Grant in the chat room because she came in during one of the guests. So, hello, hello. Happy to see you. Chad, let's, uh, let's call our next guest. Let's do it. Let's play uh, Wasting My Time by the Thomas Ian Nicholas Band. All right. While we're calling him, everybody, our next guest is Thomas Ian Nicholas. He has a band called Tin Band, and this is one of their songs, Wasting My Time. Enjoy while we're getting him on the line.
awesome, man. Hey, everybody. That was Thomas Ian Nicholas, the Thomas Ian Nicholas band with Wasting My Time. Say something real quick. Let's make sure we can hear you, and then we'll do an intro. Uh, yeah, I'm right here, and uh, it's actually the 10-year anniversary of the album that that song was released on. There you go. I love it. Everybody in the chat room loves it, too, so if they've never heard it, they will love it. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented actor, producer, director, writer, musician, Thomas Ian Nicholas. Hello, and welcome to the show. Right on. Thanks for having me. It's nice to finally talk with you again, Jimmy. It's been like too many a long years. Time. Man, a long, long, long time. I got a new co-host who's my husband. Let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, how are you? Listen, do you know the movie Rebel Without a Cause with um, James Dean and Natalie Wood? Do you and remember Salminio? Yes, who you look exactly like. You look just like Salminio. I've seen Sal. I, I didn't know him, but I've seen him around town years ago because he, he used to hang out in the same gay clubs that we did. But uh, Salminio, you just look just like him. And I was going to say something. There was a, a film that was going to be made that I was I was attached to, but we never ended up getting it together. But I hope at some point that I can kind of revisit that once uh, once I kind of establish some of the productions that I'm doing now. That's that's definitely going to be on my slate of films to go back and and I, I love I love bringing uh, you know real people on you know onto screen and, and portraying them because I've done it with Frank Sinatra Jr., Abby Hoffman, um, Walt Disney. Marty Scorsese, so Sal Mineo, I hope, is going to be on that list. And, and that and Bruce Springsteen. Well, Sal, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Sal Mineo, you have to play Sal Mineo, of course. Yes. Yeah, that's, I, I, it, is, it is on my bucket list to uh Because to it's, a, it's a very a sad story. story, Sal's story, and his death at the end when he was murdered in the parking lot, stabbed to death by, they said, a jealous ex-lover, but we know that it was somebody that followed him that didn't like gays and... and, right. and he was killed. He by actually he he played homophobe. He played Walt Disney and Walt before Mickey, and he he's playing Martin Scorsese. But that's not out yet, right? But you play you're playing Martin Scorsese in a film that's going to be coming out. Well, yeah, it's, look a, it's a James Franco directed film called Zeroville with uh, James Franco, Seth Rogen, of, Will Ferrell, Megan Fox, and yeah, Megan Fox I, and Will. That's awesome. I love James Franco. I think he's the best. He's the the new James Dean. <laughs> no doubt. Is he, is he really crazy in person like he is on stage? And you know, people say he's very bizarre, very weird. You no, know, he's he's one of those guys where he's just he's just very he's an artist. You know, he's uh, wrapped up in his own world. He gets an idea and he's very focused on that and not really focused on, you know, making sure that everyone around him is happy. He just wants to, you know, go forward and get the gold, uh, which makes him a great artist. A team player, but he's a good actor. Right. Sure. Not a team player. I guess he'd be well, tough to work on the set. Um, well, no, he, he was very clear about what he wanted. Because when, when I got to set, he showed me this short film by Martin Scorsese that was like before Marty did uh, Taxi Driver. Right. And uh, he wanted to pay homage to this short film with Harvey Keitel. So he showed me this, and he was like reworking the scene and come up with the idea that day. So it wasn't that he was antisocial. It wasn't that he was, you know, unfriendly. He just knew what he wanted and was focused on what he wanted. But James Dean was that way, from what I'm told. James Dean was the same way. He went into his own world. He focused on what he wanted to do. But if he didn't like what they were directing or other people were going to do, he just shut down and, and this one, though, it. James Franco is the director. 
No, but I'm talking about James Dean. Okay. If James Dean didn't, like when he was doing Giant with Rock Hudson, Rock said that it was very rough. Because I asked, I knew Rock Hudson. So I asked him one time, I said, well, should I really say it? No. I, well, yeah, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I said, did you ever get to make it with James Dean, you know, sexually? And he said, I'm not going to answer that, Ron. You know better. <laughs> I'm a reporter. And anyway, um, I know that I know that uh, Rock made passes, but James, what, James Dean wasn't interested. He was interested in making the film. So hold on, we got to go back though. Hold on. So first of all, let's say hi to the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy, who was the last time you were on the show. He's always been our man behind the boards. He's great. So say hi to Chad. Hello, Chad. Welcome to the show, sir. Good to have you. Yeah, man. Glad to be here. Glad I uh, know how to work my Skype on my phone. Oh, you got that. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad yeah, you do too. If you were the third one that didn't, you would have been crucified. Third time's a charm. <laughs> when I got through with you, no, when I got through with you, you would have slit your wrist right on the on the show. That's true. You'd have killed yourself. And I then hold on, we have that the camera was running. We have right, a chat. I, I would have gone after you with double barrels. We have loaded. a chat room full of people, so say hi. And almost every country you can imagine is represented right now. So say to hi yeah. to everybody in the chat room. Amazing. Hello, everyone. Thanks for uh, for tuning in. I, I sent out a little a little tweet as well just before I jumped on the line with you. So hopefully I've got some uh, some people tuning in, too. So thank Absolutely. you for listening. And we had we had Thomas Ian Nicholas on back when Tin Band, when you guys were releasing that album, I think, because it was when maybe like the third, I don't know, one of the American Pie movies came out. Um, so you were, were on we in doing, our... I think the last time here. we talked was around the time of American Reunion, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I had just done an album with Damon Starkey. Yes. An EP, and one of the songs was on the soundtrack of Absolutely. American Reunion. Absolutely. That was it. Oh, I've seen Damien a couple times since then, too, which so is really what cool. What are you, primarily so, a singer, a music, or are you no, a, triple, he's primarily, tri you're a triple threat? He's a triple threat. <laughs> yeah, I do. I kind of do it all. Like Right now, I'm, I'm, uh, I just had a film that came out uh, in theaters last October, Friday the 13th in October, called The Lost Tree. Uh, since that time, the script ended up in the Oscars library, the Academy Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences library. It's wow. part of the Permanent Core collection. Congratulations. Wow. Right. came out on DVD and Blu-ray yesterday and iTunes, so you can get it at Target. Uh, you can watch it online. And then my new movie, The Living Among Us, that I produced and starred in, both of these films I produced and starred in, comes out into theaters February 2nd. We're going to talk about that one. Wait, we're going to talk about that one in a minute. Give us the name again. No, no, wait, wait! Don't no, give I him want... the wait, wait! Don't give what? him the living among us one because we're gonna like face. we're gonna talk about that one in a minute. I want to talk about a couple other bastard. things and then we're gonna go because I got the trailer. We're gonna play the trailer for everybody and everything. I, uh, I have awesome. divorce. Pa I have divorce papers right here. All I have to do is sign it. <laughs> no, first of all, I just all, have to put my name on it, and this fucker is gone. No, listen. First of all, you guys, if you guys recognize, because Thomas Ian Nicholas now is like all grown up, but he is one of the one of the few child stars who like turned into an adult star and is not all fucked up. So number one, congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations on that. Not yet. If, I'm, I'm if you guys remember that movie, Rookie of the Year, about the little kid who play, who joins the Major League Baseball team, he played the little kid, Henry Rowan Gardner. And uh, you also remember him from American Pie, obviously. It's a billion-dollar franchise uh, where he plays Kevin Myers. And weren't you in, like, oh, as a child, you were in Radio Flyer, uh, a kid in King Arthur's Court. I mean, you had quite a career as a young person. I love you know, Radio, person. Radio Flyer is one of my favorite kid movies. Love yeah, that that's movie. actually that's actually where I met John Hurd. Um, uh, we were, John Hurd's John in his Hurd new movie that just came and out. He's he's in Living Among Us. That's his. It's his last film, yeah, uh, which is crazy because I've I've known him for or I knew him for twenty eight years. He was quite an, an actor, quite a bizarre person. I was at a party once in L.A. at Beverly Hills, actually, and he came in, stayed like three minutes, 
but devastated the room. He was so drunk, he didn't know where he was. And outrageous and dirty mouth that I loved him. <laughs> my kind of people. I was so sad when he left because then it left me with the rest of those, you know, crappy Beverly Hills people. They want to know if you're married in the chat room, which, yes, you are married, right? Yes. Tell everybody you're married. I'm married. My wife is, uh, is her name is Colette. She's a, a DJ. She spins house music and she sings. She's <laughs> no, much cooler I than I am. I had no idea. I Googled you today because I was like to see what, you know, first of all, the reason I tweeted to you like a week ago or whatever um, was because uh, was because Rookie of the Year was on TV and we were like watching it for a second. And I was like, oh, like he's been on the show. I know him. He's a really cool guy. And that's what made me tweet to you because your yeah. movies are on TV all the time. You got to thank my wife. She saw the tweet. And she's like, didn't you see this tweet for like, it, you know, look at uh, this thing. It got all these like likes. It's getting retweeted. And I was like, oh, that's Jimmy. And, <laughs> and I said, well, I'll just hit him up. I should go back on the show. It's been like five years. I didn't know, though, that your wife was DJ Colette. And so then I was Googling her because she's like not just like a little DJ, though. She's like a superstar DJ. She's got music yeah. in the Sex in the City soundtrack. Wow, the movie. I mean, great. she's got, got movies, and she's like a, a resident DJ. I mean, your wife is some cool shit chick, boy, let me tell you. See, and, yeah, and she's was, cooler than I am. I mean, no, I, and I, sure. I was going to ask you if you were gay, and if you liked older men, <laughs> and if you said yes, I was going to sign those divorce papers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's, so. who, that's why I think you're so handsome and sexy. Laughing, you look like, oh, who I'm so hot for. What's his name? <laughs> Oh, Ruffalo. Jason Statham? The other one. Oh, I don't know. The good-looking Italian guy played the gay guy. I don't the know. The AIDS movie. Yes, you do. Oh, he, Mark Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo. Oh, he Ruffalo. has a thing for Mark Ruffalo. You look like right, Mark right. Ruffalo. <laughs> That's dangerous. I, I think I need you... to play like Mark Ruffalo's brother or something. In oh, some that way. would be great. That's very dangerous to look like Mark Ruffalo. Very dangerous. Queens are going to jump you, baby, in alleys. Trust me. So I just want to ask that one question too, because I was I'm a so huge I'm a him. huge music TV show fan, and like you were in Red Band Society, which was a great show, and like was the little kid Astro was he kind of cool? Because like I always have this thing like what a cool little kid, you know, and he was like basically one of the stars of that along with you. Um, was he a cool kid? Yeah, it was it was a great cast all the way around. I mean, they were they were good kids, and Astro was cool. I love sure. that. And he was in a Liam Neeson movie that he was in, too, that was pretty good. I forgot which one it was. But anyway, all right, so you guys have also seen Thomas Ian Nichols, besides all the, the great uh, American Pie movies, Halloween Resurrection. Again, he said he played Frank Sinatra Jr. in Stealing Sinatra, all those great kid movies. He's done a bunch of his own movies that he's produced or directed or written. He's got a new one coming out February 2nd. It's called Living Among Us, and it stars, besides him... <laughs> We've got the late John Hurd, which everybody loves. William Sadler, everybody loves. I don't know how you pronounce. Is it Esme Bianco? That's correct. Yeah, from Game I of Thrones. I know her from Game of Thrones and The Magicians, which is a great show. The Magicians. the Magicians. We had Charles Shaughnessy on, and he's, it was it. great. Andrew Keegan, you guys remember him from like Ten Things I Hate About You. What a great movie that is. Jordan Henson from um, oh, I forgot the name. I met her at a convention, like well, the first convention I ever went to, and now she's all grown up and gorgeous. So Jordan Henson, James Russo, who you've done several other films with that I saw on IMDb, and this is like a modern day take on a vampire movie. Tell us a little bit about uh, Living Among Us. Well, it's uh, it's kind of inspired by French New Wave, so we're calling it American New Wave, and and now I sound all highfalutin, right? Uh, you could really you could really just refer to it as found footage, except it has an all star cast, so it can't really be found footage. That's why we're calling it American New Wave, and it's it. a story about a documentary crew that goes into 
a house of supposed vampires to interview them to prove or disprove their claims. I love oh, that it. Sounds good. I could have played an interviewer. <laughs> He's the interviewer. <laughs> no, I would have had him kick, kicked off the set. That's right. We're moving to Palm Springs, so like he's going to be hitting you up for I, your next I, film. <laughs> I, I, I would have said to them, get rid of the cute one, put in the real old-looking vampire guy. <laughs> well, he, he would have done it, cute except we couldn't take our whole crew with us. So, you know, there was only three yeah. of us in the house. Um, I think it looks phenomenal. A really cool thing, actually, for the I like the concept. Release. I like oh, the concept. You. It's a new concept for a chance. Although, Interview with a Vampire, that was a good movie, by the way. But that was different. But that was totally different. Yeah, this one is based on the reality of uh, an actual uh, people that are really in hiding that have cutaceous plethoria, which is the real vampire's disease. Oh, could you have hired me as a, like an old gay vampire? <laughs> <laughs> You said you were doing something cool, so tell us what is it that you're doing that's something cool. Well, the cool thing is, like, you know, if you buy a ticket to the, uh, if you pre-purchase the ticket to see it in the theaters, then not only do you get the movie theater ticket, you get a signed picture from me and the digital download of the movie. Oh, that's a good deal. And where do they go to get that? They go right to our website, redcompassmedia.com. There's a whole page that has all the theaters that we're in. We're playing in theaters in Chicago, New York, L.A., Austin, Dallas, Phoenix, uh, Sacramento, uh, Detroit, Minneapolis, and we're, That's a we're big in ten cities nationwide. I love it. So it's just tell people how to where to go again and spell it for them. Uh, it's Red Compass Media. So R E D Compass C O M P A S S Media M E D I A dot com. I think people won't know. Like I, I think a lot of people. Meanwhile, don't know I want to touch him inappropriately. No. <laughs> So you can squeal on me, and we can make the prince. <laughs> Hold on, and we can get famous overnight. So we'll Chad, over the media. Yeah. Chad, do you have the actual uh, trailer for the film? I do. I mean, you have it ready. Yes, sir. Can we see it? Are we going to see it, Chad? I want to see this. In no, you want to see it? Oh shit! Oh, wait, actually, I can make it that you see it. Hold <laughs> I on, I want to close this. this. I'm interested in seeing most. Hang on, I can not, close this, and you might be able to see it here. I like the concept because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a reporter, obviously. So hold on. So Thomas, what I want you to do then is, um, you introduce the video, like introduce, say this is the trailer for whatever, however you want to introduce it. We're gonna play it. You just hang on the line. We're gonna you, show wait, it to everybody. Wait, one question: Do you have background music in this film? Uh, there is sometimes music, but not a lot of times because it is a, you know, a documentary crew. So right. there's only source music. There's not a uh, an actual score. Either. I like it because all the stuff we've been watching Everybody's lately like, has too got, loud of music in the background. They've all got background music, and they think background music enhances the actor's performance. I feel the opposite. It takes away from the actor's performance. If an actor wants to deliver a beautiful piece of work, he needs to be the person, not right. part of the person. So I, I really do not approve of music we watched like 10 movies lately and he's like the music in the background is so loud because, you can't even barely hear the well, people talking no, like ours there's a lot of times there's some music that's source music but it's all real quiet it, it never takes away there's never right. those those things that you're talking about where it's uh yeah. distracting I mean, if we're in the moment with you don't take me away by giving me a song that i'm going to sing <laughs> you know what I mean? so because you introduce it for us thomas so everybody can see the trailer Okay, uh, well, if, if you like this one, too, there's a teaser trailer as well. I don't, you're going to play the full length, right? I don't even know. It's a two minutes long. Uh, it's so like two are minutes. You, are you going to give okay, us yeah. an, there's a, you gonna there's give... a teaser trailer that has like over a million views. This is the new trailer 
that's almost at a million views for Living Among Us, my new film that I produced and starred in, and it comes out to theaters February 2nd, so take a look. Are you gonna we uncover a disease outbreak. The person claiming to be one of the vampire's sectional leaders has come forward to make an official statement. This is simply a disease that we're, that we're suffering from. We're, uh, we're not monsters. We just got the go-ahead to film that supposed vampire film. All right. I'm kind of freaked out. Wow, this looks straight out of a horror movie. Hey, I'm really excited to have you guys. Could you please state your name for the camera? Sorry. He's not quite used to this stuff. We live our lives pretty much just like you, except our, our diet's a little different. Have you ever killed anyone that you've never met? Nope. The misconception that we turn into mindless, bloodthirsty beasts is ridiculous. Just gonna blow your mind, okay? Sure, we're ready. thing's recording, right? Oh, yeah. right now. There's the back door. Let's go. Open it. Look. It's sealed. There you go. Living among us. And I only work from 10 Hang to on. 4. <laughs> Hang on, everybody. That was Living Among Us, the trailer. It's going to be in theaters on the uh, 2nd of February. Um, you can go to redcompassmedia.com to get tickets for one of the screenings someplace. And if you do that and buy the ticket ahead of time, you get all kinds of cool shit from Thomas Ian e. Nicholas. And you should follow him on Twitter at Tinband, T-I-N-B-A-N-D. I love that. And brighten your, uh, your brains, everybody. This is, sounds like a good vampire movie, not like that dumb shit that's all over the place. <laughs> that crappy. You've seen one, you've seen them all. Horrible. Ugh. You look great. No, this is a brand thriller. new take on vampires. For sure. I think. I think it sounds intelligent for a change. Well, it's it's um. If you know anything about cutaceous porphyria, it's when um people have a low red blood cell count. And the first notated case of this is King George III in the early 1800s. It causes fatigue. And the only way to combat the fatigue is to get an IV of new blood to get new right. albumin. And right. so King George didn't have IVs, so he drank it. And then he had sensitivity. You have sensitivity to UV rays, which can cause third-degree burns and recessed gums, which give the appearance of fangs. And this is a real disease that exists in our reality. Oh, I want to see oh this film. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I have to see this film. I think I'm going to So we're, we're, in fact, we're giving a, there's an extra expose on this group of people that have cutaceous porphyria, and we're going to be doing a ticket giveaway for one of them to come out of hiding and come to our movie. Oh, that's a super real, a cool. A person who's really suffering from So, this. like, that's so yeah. cool, though, because I don't wow. think people even know that that actually exists. I, I think a lot of people probably don't. I don't think I, I, don't think I knew Jimmy, that. Jimmy, is that why you always eat liver raw? No, I do not. <laughs> 
because he's got this disease. Let I do eat a lot of beef, though. Let me see your fangs, honey. Mm. <laughs> you got fangs. Now, <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you another question. Yeah, what did you think of the Katrin Dunar film, Hunger? Uh, I haven't seen it for... I, for, I, I honestly haven't seen it, so I'm going to check it out now. You haven't seen it? Oh, my I God. I haven't you, seen it. With your creative genius, you have to see it. The person that did it, I forgot who did it, a French guy, that fabulous writer. Oh, I'll, I'll find it. I have, I have you know, besides oh, my, is, my lovely and amazing so, wife, I have two kids, so I, you know, I have about as much time to make films, but not as much time as I want uh, to watch them. Wait, what's, it, what's his name in it, the singer? Huh? The famous singer was in it. David Bowie, David Bowie was in it. David Bowie and Katrine Deneuve. Call Hunger. Check it out. So, You're going to love it. It's probably something that you would have done. Sounds intelligent. like so, It is intelligent, like what you're doing. A slant on vampires you've never seen. So tell me this, like, so because you kind of like, uh, since you started out as an actor and now you're kind of like doing all the different things, and uh, one thing that's cool about that is you can create your own projects for yourself. Uh, which is kind of like a cool thing, uh, uh, but except for that, you seem to be getting everything financed, which is even better. <laughs> so, well, so, like, how do you? Is there a certain thing you like to do better than others? Like, do you like doing the acting better, the producing better, the director? Or is it all kind of the same? Or you just like putting together cool projects for everybody? He likes everything. I just, I just like staying busy and creative, and right. um, you know, I have different business partners. So, like, obviously. My one business partner is Brian Metcalf. We made The Lost Tree together, Living Among Us, and next up is Strange Ones, which is a paranormal um, sort of uh, story where I play the main antagonist for the first time. And then I have another film that's a, a fantasy film I'm going to be shooting later this year. It's based upon a book that came out last year and debuted number 34 on the USA Today bestseller list called Handbook for Mortals. That's oh, cool. That sounds good. Listen, yeah, story about a young woman. It's going to be a, a very woman-based project. The main character is a young, uh, a young woman who goes to Vegas to join a magic show, and it turns out that she can do real magic. Oh, I like that because I'm a magic Oh, person. I want to see Strange Ones. You have Ayla Kell in it. I was such a big ABC Make It or Break It fan. She was like the star of Make It or Break It. She played Pacey. Yeah. She's been more before Mickey as well. Oh, is she really? See, yeah. I love the way that you like, kind of like, have worked with people, and it's like then you're all working together, like on new projects and stuff. Like, what a way to, to build camaraderie, and you know what the people are like because you've already worked with them, well, he, so you don't get works, divas. He works with real actors. Yes, not these things that call themselves so <laughs> that stand there and say, "Oh, please don't suck the blood out of." My neck. I love it. You <laughs> You'll love it stuff. when they. I know. I love it that he's got like all these cool projects. Listen, I'm an actor for real. I've I've done films, television, all that crap. I'd love to get work. I keep p pumping everybody I meet on the show. Oh my gosh! If ever you need an attractive, you know, older man who's a good actor, I'm he's 77. Always, Shut up, you big mouth. Oh. <laughs> I actually, this Zeroville thing looks you so. Know, you guys amazing. should have a show together. You're really entertaining. <laughs> we are. We're the number one. I told you. We have four. Everybody years. loves it. We fight all the time. We have four and a half million people watching us now and building. Are you on Who Say? Uh, I am. Yeah. Do you get a lot? Do you like? Do you like have a big following on Who Say? Uh, not. I, I mean, it? I used Who Say. Who Say for a, a minute? I was like posting on everything through it. But I don't know. I find that I, I, I like doing it individually because there's different groupings of people on Instagram or Facebook, you know. And I Probably find that the interaction is more organic if you're not just, like, blanket marketing everybody. So the show's called Pousse? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a completely different kind of show. 
<laughs> okay, here I'm following you now on tw- on, on Poor Instagram. Joan. Joan Rivers made up that word. Poor sweet Joan. I loved her so much. Did you ever meet Joan Rivers? Um, briefly. Uh, to, to, Not, yeah. We didn't do an interview together or anything. I met her briefly in New York, like randomly uh, on the street one day. Oh, well, she's, she was a brief person anyway. <laughs> I did a show with her in the green room. She was very brief. <laughs> she, wasn't, she wasn't funny and she wasn't a talker. She was very involved with her work, what she was doing. And it was, you know, she gave her politeness as an actor to an actor. But um, I, I understood that because I knew a lot of comedians so. that were not funny off of stage. They were very serious people. You know, drama, pain, and comedy are the same. You know that. Oh yeah, no. I pain, pain, I remember drama. when I first started acting. Drama was my forte, and comedy was my weak point. My acting coach said, "You're only as strong as your weakest link." So I started building up my comedic skills, and then I essentially landed a comedic career with Rookie of the Year into a King Arthur's Court and American Pie. So now I'm returning to my roots with the things that I'm producing. So I'm going to be producing a lot more dramatic work than I am comedy. I'll, say, I'll throw some comedies in there every once in a while. Though. What's Actually, going on? If you're a good dramatic actor, you will be a good comedian. It's a good, it's an easy a transformation because drama and comedy are exactly the same. It's how you deliver the line that makes it funny. Well, and it's. it's I find it, that it's easier for a comedian to transition into drama than it is the other way around. Oh, I find it the other way. If you want to say like, "Oh my God, bad news! Donald Trump is dead," that could be very funny if you put it in a text of, <laughs> "Donald Trump's dead," <laughs> you know, and it makes it a joke. I'm not wishing it on Donald Trump. I love Donald Trump. I think he's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. He's, Hold on, wait. I want to. He's go. six foot three, and he only weighs one hundred twenty nine pounds. Okay, hang on, because we, we've only got a couple minutes. So, first of all, he's what's going like on? Angelina Jolie? Is the Thomas Ian Nicholas band still like recording and performing? Yeah, we just released an album uh, last February called Frat Party, which is all of our favorite songs from the American Pie soundtrack. Oh my God! And how like cool that? that? It's, it's the it's the ten year anniversary of the first album. Um, and I've got, you know, six albums that we've released in the last 10 years and we're always writing and I'm going to be doing some tour dates during the release of living among us. So for the theater showings that I'm doing the Q and a, I'll be playing an after party. So in Chicago and Dallas and Austin. I love that. I hope when we're living in Palm Springs and when you come through the town, you'll give us a buzz. Come on over. I cook Italian food. I'll have some other celebrity friends over that we know from the visit. And we could bullshit about the business. How dull is that? How dull is that? You got to like love it. Uh, but seriously, you're very interesting and, and a good a good guest. We would like to have you back. Very, yeah, let's not wait another five years, huh? No, Absolutely. No, 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 no. Now that you're hot and things are going on, you know, we need to know more. He's some of our, some of our guests, it's like pulling teeth. You know, I interviewed Cliff Robertson. The Academy Award yeah, like winner, two minutes, so Cliff Robertson. He didn't say a word. He go, uh huh, mm hmm, uh huh, mm hmm. So you know what I said? I heard your wife Jane Merrill was a bitch, <laughs> and that woke him up. He said, "No." I said, "Well, she plays bitchy parts." He said, "Well, she's an actress. That's why." And I got him rolling. You know, you right. have to sometimes shock treatment, and then got them to go. So you're, hold on, let's you're do a breeze, our, and you're a good. Let's sport, do our final too. like little things here because we got like two. So first of all, you guys, this is Thomas Ian Nicholas. You want to see all of his work because he's got a great, great body of work. Anybody who hasn't seen American Pie has to be like almost dead because yeah, that film has been <laughs> around. It's like I, I googled it, and it's like done more than a billion dollars. Yeah, so I mean, it's one of the best so, films uh, ever made. So for comedy, of, of it's way up there of that genre. It's way yeah. up there. You guys. 
the 20 year anniversary of American Pie next year, and it's the 25th of Rookie of the Year this year. Yeah, you go. Oh my gosh! And you don't look a day older. Like you don't look any older. Like the rest of us are getting old. But but you guys, he's got Living Among Us. It's coming out February second. Check it out. Um, Go to redcompassmedia.com. Get your tickets. Follow him on Twitter at tin band. Tin stands for Thomas E and Nicholas. He's got a bunch of albums. Buy all of those too. Um, go see all his films. He's got a bunch coming up, and he's got a, everything. That, I mean, anybody who's got kids, if you've got kids, you definitely want to show them Rookie of the Year and Radio Flyer and the Kid and King Radio Arthur's Flyer, Court. wonderful. I love that movie because it takes place when I was a kid. And, and where do you guys? And I related to all of. Them. Where do you guys live? Do you live in LA? Uh, I live in Los Angeles. Okay. Did you used to live in Georgia? No, no. I mean, I shot uh, Red Band Society in Georgia and American Reunion there. Okay. My wife is from Chicago. Yeah, I knew she that. Was here twenty years ago because she couldn't stand the winters anymore. Yeah, well, that's, that's why, why we're, we're moving there too because we can't stand the winter oh, here. Mm-hmm. We're in Pennsylvania now, not Florida, and it's terrible. But and I'm a New Yorker. Pennsylvania is like a slow death. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you guys at in Pennsylvania? We're in, near New Hope. Yeah, we're near New Hope. We moved there to be closer to the ferries, and all the ferries moved to Center City, and New Hope now is full of straight <laughs> people who voted for Trump, <laughs> who hate gay people. So we made a big mistake. We moved to the den of, of haters. And we're getting ready to move out of it. 18 more days, we're moving to Palm Springs. I cannot wait to get... Awesome. Then we'll have you come sit in the studio with us. I lived in Palm Springs for eight years, and I loved it. Out of all the places... And I've lived in Beverly Hills all over. Out of all the places I've ever lived, Palm Springs was absolutely my favorite. So you guys, listen. Look up DJ Colette. Watch her videos on YouTube. They're very, very good. And you even like directed one of them. And I think the back of your head is in it. Uh, walking. It <laughs> yes, looked like it you. It looked like you. Check out all his films. Follow him on Twitter, and we wish you all the luck and success with uh, Living Among Us, the film. And 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 DM me whatever you need retweeted, and we'll like get it all out there big time. And thank you for being awesome. a terrific guest. I appreciate it. Well, today's show, was, show. Today's show was a total disaster till you came on. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so I'm much. I'm here to save the day. There well, you, you go. Again, you saved our ass, as the expression goes. <laughs> Fantastic. So thank you so much. Take Good luck care. with it. And and text me or or uh, text me or DM me, and we'll 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 start and pushing we'll that. And we'll see you in the movies. All right, I will. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Say hi to your thank wife. You. Bye. What a nice. All right, Bye. everybody. Nice Thanks guy. for tuning in, everybody. Sorry we had some technical difficulties, but we did have a good time. Everybody loved him. He's um, wonderful. He's the guest that everybody should have. Everybody, we'll see you guys next week. Chad, thank you so much, and you guys have a great one. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. See you next Bye-bye. week, folks. Why are every man gonna thinking? What are we gonna be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't test me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself to know as I'll be the one and only the Turkish MC. Always have the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, I'm your one I wanna be. Jimmy Stuff, new celebrity. We'll take you out.